You're listening to Around Comics, episode 97. This is Around Comics, a roundtable discussing topics in and around the world of comics. I'm your host, Christopher Neesman. I'm joined, as always, by the co-host of the show, Mr. Brian Salazar. Yay! It's Hello, free sir. comic book day! Yay! Oh, much excitement. I missed the parade. <laughs> Tom, Tom, Tom Caters is on assignment for the weekend. So. <laughs> on assignment? He's, uh, yeah. He's, he's on, on to whereabouts he's at unknown. Let, let uh, getting another exclusive with Doom. Actually, I think he's uh, continuing his research for Justice Society of America ah, Comics 101. Tracking down Jeff Johns. and. Actually, I think he's looking for Dr. Fate. <clears throat> Dr. Chimp? No. Looking, looking for Detective Chimp. It's just me and you, buddy. Yeah, this so. is going to be. Uh, int- I'm going to have to try and fill in for Tom. What's well, it's it's you and me and a cast of thousands. Thousands, yeah, thousands here. There, there are thousands of people. There's there. a lot of people here. It's noon on Saturday on Free Comic Book Day, and there's tons of people in there. Mo- more, way more people than are usually here on a Friday night. Yeah, I, I wonder what that says. Well, about. What's funny? I got, I got here a little early, and there were people waiting outside and waiting at and, the door. and Mark o- opened up the door. And we like literally had to like push them away from oh, the door. Oh, it was two young girls. It was you like four was, people. Oh, <laughs> don't over exaggerate things. Well, was, what was funny is that is that one of the girls that was waiting outside is like, are they going to have the Umbrella Academy? I was like, the Gerard. We had a couple of goth chicks yeah. looking for Gerard ways. And I was like, let me guess, you're a My Chemical Romance fan. Hey, and she's like, oh, I love them. I was like, yeah. Well, you know, he's a he's obviously a comic fan. He has been for a long time. If you if you see any of the album artwork. Sure. And and even stuff in his videos to some degree, uh, so it's no surprise. And I, I uh, remember when they announced that book and everything. I was kind of looking forward. To it. I, I'm a My Chemical Romance fan. Sure. I'm uh, I'm sure I'm dressed will. in all black with a <laughs> teardrop <laughs> right now. And your your black free comic book day shirt. Yeah, absolutely. You're the picture of my comic f- fandom. Yeah, that's right. Well, I got one on too. My free free <laughs> comic book day shirt. Well, I do want to let everyone know that this episode of Around Comics is sponsored by Borders. When art attacks strike a small town, only four high school girls could be responsible. Get your copy of the new DC Minx line book, The Plain Janes by Cecil Castellucci and Jim Rugg at your local Borders. Borders is your home for the newest graphic novels. Find a store near you at borderstores.com or use the store locator at aroundcomics.com. I bet you those two gals that picked up the Umbrella Academy may like be interested in... Uh, not, not that we wouldn't be interested. Well, you're much like a 14-year-old girl. <laughs> I am and, much. <laughs> uh, I think, you know, something like that, teen angst uh, romance graphic novels, right up your alley, it, buddy. It appeals to me. It, you could put it right on the shelf next to your, co- your DVD collection of the Gilmore Girls, and, and you'll be good to go. You know, they, they did, have a, they did announce that Gilmore is not coming back for a new season next year. Oh, I'm, so. I'm hurt. But it's time. They jumped the shark. They jumped the shark. They jumped the shark. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Around Comics is normally recorded every Friday night at 7 o'clock at Dark Tower Comics and Collectibles. We're here on a Saturday, of course. It was nice. It was nice to be home on a Friday night. I know. I went out to the movies last night. I did, too. Pissed Marta off. Well... 
It's like, oh, I, I found... You left her at home? Yeah. And she went out with Mike Norton. Went with Mike you Norton. You are super <laughs> nerd, dude. <laughs> we you leave your wife at home and you went and... So, well, I can't say much. I left my wife and children at home and went out and saw it with my cousin, so... I guess I can't say much more. But it, I felt horrible whenever she looked at me at like 8 o'clock last night. She's like, one way or another, every Friday night, Spider-Man steals you from me. <laughs> one way, yeah, that's... <laughs> Flame Peter. <laughs> but uh, Dark Tower is located at 4835 Northwestern Avenue in Chicago. If you're in the area, please drop by. We would love to meet you. While you're here, remember to ask about Dark Tower's Polis membership. It's truly one of the best you will find anywhere. All right, this is uh, going to be a little different episode for us. Uh, we normally do our news and reviews. Outside of the box. This is, uh, we're going to have a little bit of that, uh, but since this is free comic book day, that's going to be a little bit of our focus today. For Format change. For the week. Well. It's, it's good. It's good for us to grow and change a little bit. Sure, absolutely. We've been doing, uh, what do we got, 96 episodes the same? Well, no, we've changed like three times in yeah, our three in, in a year. Yeah, we're good. We're evolving. We're, we're good for about two weeks on a format change. Yeah. Well, I tell you, uh, what, what's, what's do go over a little bit of news to start the show? Dun, dun, dun. Uh, it is uh, time for Wire to Wire Comic Book News. Wire to Wire Comic Book News. Alright, uh, speaking of movies, Spider-Man 3 opened up this past week, but we did get some uh, some new news from the Hulk movie. And they have uh, not only cast Bruce Banner, but now we have Betty Ross. My favorite elf of yeah. all time. <laughs> it, is, it is Liv Tyler. So. I love Liv Tyler. I don't know. I mean, it's not only I was a, a big Aerosmith fan, so obviously being the daughter of, of Steven Tyler, Steven Tyler uh, uh, but she's a good actress, too, and she's not uh, she's easy on the eyes. So that, that she is, and she makes a good elf. She does make a good elf. So I you know, it's interesting. Uh, we've been talking about the great Iron Man casting, which I think is set up to be probably the highest profile casting for a comic book movie. Yeah, pretty impressive. But now we've got Ed Norton Jr. Uh, playing Bruce Banner and Liv Tyler as Betty Ross, so the Hulk is shaping up to have a pretty good cast as well. It, like I said on our forum earlier, it may actually wipe away the uh, stain of, <laughs> of the Ang Lee Hulk. The, the polarizing Ang Lee. I only say Hulk. that because guys like uh, Dave, Dave Walker gets so upset because he <laughs> loved that movie. And I can understand, I mean, from Dave's perspective, because he's an art school kid. So, you know, he uh, he's looking at it from maybe a different perspective. The, the introspective Hulk, where you and yeah. I really kind of want to see tanks thrown through skyscrapers. Yeah. Well, like I think Mike Norton had said before, it's like, uh, or you had quoted Mike or somebody that, you know, it was like there was a good section of that movie that, I, that to me, as a, as a Hulk fan, really enjoyed the middle of it, where mm-hmm. he's in the desert fighting an army and stuff and and it was just a lot of the rest of it was sure. not so good but i'm just kind of hoping that uh they do a better job with the cgi on the hulk because i think that was a big downfall well, Some parts it, it's of it. not going to be all cgi and they actually have announced uh the main villain and it's going to be the abomination but it's not going to be the abomination that we know it's it's going to be the abomination that comic fans know but they're not going to refer to him as, as the, the abomination. abomination so oh well this should be interesting all right next story we had uh, touched on next this story. <laughs> we had touched hey, on this uh, uh-huh. before we move on to that I, you had mentioned the iron man did you see the uh, the first oh, yeah. coat of the armor it looks awesome yeah i thought they did a nice job of like combining more of like uh, ron uh, is it ron lim no uh, uh uh, what is it, two per person? Yeah. I can't think of the <laughs> artist. You're gonna, uh, Not Ron Lim. Well, the the 
eighties and nineties mm-hmm. and early nineties armor with uh with the, the Garnov new, stuff. Yeah, which yeah. I thought was pretty cool. I it looked good. Looks fantastic. So no nose. Which is good. Yeah, what does he need a nose for? Come on, <laughs> he's gotta have a breathing system in there. Wait, actually uh, I I talked to a former guest who works in some licensing uh and uh had said uh that he's been work working on some of the the licensing stuff for the movie and it looked great. He didn't divulge any information. He can, they'll yeah. kill him. I know they'll they'll, they'll track him down. They will bury you know him. who you are. Bury. <laughs> All right, uh, next story we had uh we had touched on this briefly after New York that George Perez was uh gearing down his tour stops on conventions so way he can down. way down so he can work on Brave and the Bold and spend more time with his wife, who I believe is in a, uh, a touring dance company. Wow! So George Perez hanging with the dancer. Yeah, nice. what's you know good for George? But uh, maybe he he's going to be on uh, Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> Wouldn't that be kind of funny? And comic book artist George Perez. Who would be that? Her? 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 Well, I, you know, it's funny. Um, I don't know if you've seen that show. It's Pendulette. Penn and Teller. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a show that ran for a little while, and then they it was off, and then I think it's come back called Identity or Identif- yeah, Identity, and it's like a game show where they have twelve people standing on the stage, and you have to guess their identity. You have to match it. They okay. have a list of identities, you know. Whether George Perez was on that. No, but Stan Lee was on one of the early oh, nice. episodes, and and the guy had no and and the identity was creator of Spider Man. That was oh, the wow. identity okay. that he had to match, and the guy had no clue who he was at all and my wife even knew who you know she's like what is this guy a moron it's stanley you know so it was it, it was pretty you're funny. turning you're turning your wife into a i know geek. she yelled at me it's a funny funny story she emailed me yesterday while i was at work and said hey are you getting all of the 28 free comic book day comics i'm like how do you even know that there's 28 she's like because you turned me into a nerd i'm like what did you what were you doing she was on the free comic book day website looking it up because she wanted to know more about what we were doing and everything and then she saw some of the kids comics that are that are out the, today the bongo stuff which was good yeah mickey mouse has got one and a couple other ones so she wanted to make sure i was picking some up for the kids but i yeah pretty funny that my wife is slowly turning into a nerd so yeah. Through osmosis. Yeah, I like that. Well, it's, it's good. Uh, it's good for her. She Perez, me, Perez wrapped up uh, his last U.S. stop until 2009. That was at the Pittsburgh Comic Con. Sounds like he has a couple conventions out of the country that he's committed to, but we're not going to see him until until 2009. Wow. So good for good oh. for him. Yeah. Hey, what the heck? He's been doing it for a long time. Yeah, he's been he's been a convention mainstay for a long time. Yeah. So I think he deserves a couple years of of Stepping outside of the circuit, for and you know, I don't know how George, how old George is, but I'd imagine he's probably what fifty. It's got to be in his mid fifties. Yeah, but the, I mean, it's it's tough. Yeah, I mean, you know, we did New York, and we're not nearly that old, and it was tough on us. Yeah, well, insight for the listeners out there: at the beginning of the year, we were like, okay, well, let's go to let's go to this convention and this one and this one and maybe this one, and then after New York, it's like, okay, yeah. let's just do Chicago. Yeah, forget <laughs> it. It's, it's it's grueling. It is. It's and for those guys, I can only imagine it's got to be ten times as as difficult and and work for them. So and and it's different for it's different for the different levels of popularity in the industry. Yeah, for him. You know, it's a lot of the artists that go to conventions, they make... Although, those guys don't work for a living. I mean, they draw comics. Come on. <laughs> that's not real work. It's not like it's... He ain't lifting a shovel. Yeah. Come on. He ain't so, working the assembly line. Right. But uh, but I, I think it's different for, for different <clears throat> creators. Yeah. So, all right. Um, last last news story for the day here. It's Already? Only, that was like two. 
Oh, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll surf around <laughs> here. We got, it was a short news week. There's got to be something. Well, it was all Spider-Man 3 news. Yeah. And and a few other movie updates. That seems to be the majority of the news coming out right now. Uh, well, I got one more. Okay, one, go At ahead. least one. Uh, the MySpace um, countdown preview Oh yes. Uh, came out. Um, if you don't know MySpace.com, they have a comic book section on MySpace. And DC has an exclusive preview that they're doing. Uh, for the first half of Countdown number 51, which is the first issue of Countdown, it's counting backwards. Um, and then I think they're also doing uh, issue 50, but that's at uh, myspace.com. Uh, what's the uh, actual, let's see, myspace.com slash comic books. You can, you can see it there, so go check that out. It yeah, could hey, be um, and, you know, possible spoilers here, <gasps> but uh, since this is kind of a mishmash of an episode, how do you like the end of 52? Now that Tom's not here, we can talk about it. I liked it. Um, you know, I, I really liked the series all all told. I mean, I thought for a weekly book, it was extremely good. And I thought sure. that, you know, I know some people have complained about the art or whatever. Cause it, but, I mean, for a book that's coming out weekly, I thought the art was pretty solid overall. To, to cram four and a half years worth of comics into one year, I think, was an amazing accomplishment. Oh, yeah. And to do it at the quality that they did. It, it's been, the, the last issue has been pretty polarizing from what I've seen online. There are, and once again, spoilers ahead, it, there are a lot of people that are either excited about the multiverse being back, and there right. are people that are really upset, upset about, about it. it. Like, really upset about it. Well, I could kind of see it both ways. I mean, personally, I think because... And they even kind of say it in the issue is is like you know, there's a all these worlds that now you can explore. Mm-hmm. There's wonder. It was uh, um, Rip Hunter. Rip Hunter was talking about you know, and I think that's sort of DC's idea is that you know, what's the big deal? You know, it's like okay, you have now 52 universes that writers can explore in, and they can tell any story they want. It doesn't really. It, it doesn't have I think to be in continuity. Ninety-five percent of the stories <clears throat> that you're going to read are going to be on Earth One. Yeah, but it doesn't. Now you have the ability that if you want to do something that's completely bizarre, you don't have to. It doesn't have to be an Elseworld story. It doesn't have. You know, even though it will be, but I mean, it. You know, it just gives them the option to do whatever they want with it. Now, sure. will ten years from now, will the you know continuity be so convoluted once again that they have to go and do another crisis? Maybe. Who knows? And I don't you know care. What? If it's good storytelling, who cares? I, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I don't get, I don't get comic fans that are so wrapped up in like the continuity of things that it has to be a certain. It's a comic book. It's I, I fantastic. Think, I think a lot of it is is people that started reading DC post crisis and this is the the first crisis that they feel like what they've read for the last 20 years doesn't matter now and I don't think that's it's still there. The well, case. like Tom always says, those books are still there. They haven't gone anywhere. Those stories still exist. Mm-hmm. It doesn't change anything. I mean, just who, you know, if it if you don't want to read a story that's set on Earth 14, don't read it. Sure. It's not going to change the stuff that you are reading. Oh, Tom has put dibs on Earth 17, by the well, way. What's Earth 17? That's the one with the uh, Atomic Space Knights. <laughs> he said that, that's his favorite Earth <laughs> that now. Figures. Uh, but uh, my favorite uh, issue of Batman Superman in the last year or so was the Earth 2 story with uh, with Huntress and... Uh, I, did, I, I don't read that book, but... It yeah, was, I mean, I don't. I personally, personally, I don't care. It's like if you tell a good story, I don't care if it has anything to do with continuity. I don't. It, I don't pay enough attention to that stuff. You know, like with fifty-two and stuff, there were some cool things that happened in there that 
and you know with like Jeff Johns work he goes back to the the history of the characters mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily it has to be continuity driven it's you know whether you change something or not as long as you are sort of respectful of, of the history that's happened and I think you know DC is going to keep a tighter rein on it to some degree. I don't know that they're just going to let people go crazy, and no. you're going to see all sorts of, you know. And who knows? By the time Countdown's done, there may not even be 52 universes anymore. You know what we'll I mean? See. It's like, yeah, who who knows what's going. Well, happen. one of the things, you know, there there are a lot of fans that were upset that that the question is Rene Montoya now, but according to 52, there is an Earth out there that has the... It's Vic Savage, right? Right. It, there you is can a, tell Vic Savage. There is a story. Vic Savage right. question well, out that, there. That's the whole point. It's like it doesn't, you know... It doesn't limit you anymore to, you know... And I understand why DC did the first crisis, because it was, you know, it was just a mess. There was, was no structure to it whatsoever. It was just like... At least now you have up. you have sort of a structure, and, you know, who knows what's going to... Like I said, who knows what will happen by the end of Countdown, and if things, you know, will change from there, but, you know, relax. It's not, <laughs> go to sleep. <laughs> or just relax a little bit because, you know. Enjoy them. Uh, next story I uh, I dug up was, um, and I, ha- I saw this on a website, um, there's going to be a hip flask jigsaw puzzle. Yes. That, uh, that the Elephant Men... Uh, uh, Richard Starkings, who we talked to a couple mm-hmm. weeks back, who was a great... Uh, and it's a, it's a Ladrone images. It is. It's right. Ladrone. It's 40, 48 and a half by 68 cil- centimeters, so that's what, like 20, uh, I don't 20 do by 30? It's like 20 by 30. Um, Richard, you live in the United States now. It's it's standard. Standard <laughs> measurements, man. Standard <laughs> measurements. Uh, well, actually, I guess centimeter would be more standardized in the world. Yeah, but... <laughs> Sorry. This is America, pal. Well, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're releasing a, a jigsaw puzzle. It's going to be twenty four ninety nine dollars uh, and Ladrone art. So if you're an Elephant Men fan, check it out. Yeah. It's kind of, kind of fun. You and I mean, Kim can have a, a puzzle night yeah, at home. Absolutely. <laughs> and then my kids will get it and eat it, and I'll be upset. A uh, little, uh, little movie news. A little bit more, more new, movie, movie news. news. Uh, looks like Ronan is going to be a movie. Uh, well, you know, you figure with Frank Miller's clout in mm-hmm. Hollywood now, he can pretty much, they're going to try and do anything they can with his name on it. So, sure. And it has uh, landed at Warner Brothers, and uh, the director, uh, Sylvian White, who did Stomp the Yard, is already been attached to it. Well, that's kind of an interesting pick for a director. It is an interesting pick, so it's... Well, you know, Ronan, I, is, I'm a huge fan of that book. I loved that book when it came out, and, and uh, it's great stuff. Um... Honestly, though, I mean, my love of that book is more based on the art in it than necessarily the story per se. Not that it's a bad story, but just my personal opinion of it. It was it was Frank Miller at the height of what he was doing art-wise. Yeah, well, I mean, it was uh, kind of a departure at that point from what he was doing, uh, Daredevil and that. But uh, but you saw that as a step in his evolution to then, you know, Dark Knight and, mm-hmm. and his style in that and with Klaus Johnson Jansen. But um yeah, I I'll you know, I'll be seeing it. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's no question. Absolutely. Well I tell you what we do uh, we do have some free comic books to talk about. Free. One of the uh, one of the free comic book day offerings that we've been excited about since what the end of 
what no- November they announced something like that. Yeah, it was the the relaunch of Nexus, Nexus from Rude Dude Productions. Ten years in the making. And they are they are launching Nexus with a free preview. They've launched. Of, uh, yes, they have launched. And in uh, in the free comic book day offering, they're calling it Nexus's greatest hits. Mm-hmm. And it is uh, what, uh, three uh, excerpts from three Nexus stories to kind of get new readers up to speed on the Nexus universe. And then there is a preview of Nexus ninety nine, the first new Baron and Rude comic in ten years. Actually, it's five stories. Five it, okay, yeah, five stories. 33, 34, 96, 97, and something else. There you go. Different ones that he handpicked. And the interesting thing about it, in the, uh, he, uh, Steve um, wrote a little write-up on each uh Clip from the story that he picked, and why kind of why he picked it. Mm-hmm. So I think their point, you know, they were trying to like catch people up on it, and and uh, and then introduce the next, you know, book ninety nine. Well, I tell you what, there is probably a much better person to talk about Nexus than than me, you and I. Yes, but even no. better than you. Oh, maybe maybe it. one person. Only one person. Well, there are two people. Well, probably. And one of those people would be Steve Rude. So I tell you what, let's talk to Steve Rude. All right. First of all, uh, congratulations for your reintroduction of Nexus. Thank you. It, it looks great. We've had a chance to uh, to take a look at it and read the the new story. So uh, I tell you what, why don't you uh, why don't you walk us through what it's been like to uh, get the free comic book day offering out for people? Well, see, what we're doing is just my house. <laughs> <laughs> so there's all the excitement here that normally goes on. Um. Mr. Silly and Super are, are ecstatic. <laughs> They're jumping on the uh, trampoline right now. That's <laughs> my little kids. Uh, no, they don't. They don't care. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even like uh, Mr. Silly a, a Mickey Mouse comic the other day, and he just loved it. Nice. So Nexus and, and Mickey Mouse. Yeah, he loves. It. He he's well. He that's all he can. It's all he pretty much can watch besides SpongeBob. So what's uh, what's your plans for uh, for free comic book day today? What do you have going on? I get invited to a, um, a shop around the area here. Um, all the shops in Arizona are real big on supporting comics. Mm-hmm. In fact, um, um, a couple enterprising young guys formed the Cactus Con. I think you know about that. Sure. sure. And uh, these guys are hot to trot. They're real determined to make this thing big in Arizona. You know, a bunch of guys like me moved here, and they thought, well, let's take advantage of this. And to top it off, they're just classy guys. Classy guys usually succeed in the world. And the conventions they've been putting on so far have been good, and they want to keep growing and growing. I'm sure they'll be, they'll be quite big someday. So that's been the uh, the community around here about comics, as well as and the shops and, and all that kind of stuff. It's been they're going full bore here. It's, it's, it's good news. And one of the one of the one of the other one of the lesser shops they have two big shops here, but some one of the lesser shops that I wanted to attend to give them some time is uh, is it in Goodyear, hun? Yes, in a place called Goodyear, and I'm going to be going there. Um, there'll be other people there, so um, um, so they're going to be there, and then I'll be there, and I probably I'll probably just do some drawing, maybe, and meet a lot of little kids that come in. I, a lot a lot of parents walk in with their little kids. Yeah, we've seen that here too today. We don't know who's more excited about the comics, the parents or the kids, though. <laughs> oh, I think it's clearly the parents. <laughs> Dad walks in with his with his eyes as big as SpongeBob when he gets poked. You know. 
know. <laughs> it's like, he's he will just, read this. He's just using the kid as an excuse, so, you know, he doesn't look weird walking into a comic shop, maybe. Well, you know, I, I, I remember seeing this, this cover from the Saturday Evening Post that made me laugh out loud. It was it was uh, a painting by some guy. It was uh, a scene of Christmas Day, and <laughs> they, there was a, the, the dad was there and the kid was there, right? They were just focusing on, on those two, and they just opened up the presents. And the dad was playing with the model airplane, and the kid was playing with a shaver. <laughs> <laughs> the electric shaver. <laughs> well, I'm definitely waiting for my son to get a little bit older so I can start buying him toys, you know, that uh, that I think are interesting, that, that he'll like. Well, I think you already have your daughter hooked on, like, Justice League cartoons and yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, a little bit. Getting there, getting there. <laughs> Doing my best. It, it, it's funny because the, the Phillies walk in all the time on me when I'm working, and, uh, I think the only the only thing that registers in their in their little pea sized brains, you know, <laughs> not much larger than mine, is the fact that they see me drawing and they want to draw. Sure. They they super walks in the little girl and she says, "Daddy, I want to draw or I want to paint." So I I try to move her to downstairs so I can keep working. But every now and then I have to set everything as everything aside, get the temper paints out, and let super go wrecking my palate. <laughs> uh, that's a good thing, though. Well, you get them to start inking for you, and you'll have it. You'll have it made. <laughs> yeah, by 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 nine, I'll have super inking in blacks. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, we're hoping that uh, that a lot of people get uh, reintroduced to Nexus today, and uh, and start to get excited about the relaunch of the series. When is uh, issue ninety nine gonna hit? Uh, bookstores i think that's coming out at around the time san diego's uh is taking place oh okay great so being uh was uh wait july then i think so yeah okay hey i wanted to ask you steve about because uh, you have the preview in the in the free comic book day book of issue 99 and i think when we talked with you uh before you had mentioned that like the first few pages of this were actually done like 10 years ago or a while ago is that true Oh, uh, Gino just told me uh, uh, 99 is two weeks before San Diego. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, but in, to answer your question, I did hear that, yes. Um, actually, no. What, what um, we had, in fact, back, back in 1997, when Nexus got canceled, completed an actual issue 99 according to the continuity that we had going on at the time. Okay. And there was some great stuff in there, but for some reason... Um, uh, something repelled us from from just using it as as is, um, and it was definitely because there was ten years where, where nothing was going on. So we thought we 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 take the things we we uh, we had to deal with, like the pregnancy and stuff, right? And just kind of um, the last thing we wanted to do was was throw readers into uh, something that had a lot of subplots from ten years ago. So those went out the window. And therefore, we decided um, to keep everything we needed to throw and throw everything out and kind of, you know, keep the, keep the things we threw out on an intro, introductory level, which is going to be really important because when you have a second chance after ten years to bring a book back, um, you want to be you want to be you want to play it smart. Sure. Well, the reason I asked is because I, I was extremely interested to see. Um, you know what Nexus would look like now. Uh, being an old Nexus fan and and obviously not seeing it for for ten years, I wanted to see what the book would look like. And I was amazed. The first page, it was like 
it was like you guys never stopped. I mean, the first two panels, the coloring, everything in it, it was like you had never stopped that book. And and 99 came out 10 years ago. But then as the, as the, the book progressed, it seemed to take on a little bit of a, a different look. Um, the same, you know, fantastic art, obviously, but uh, maybe a little more, I don't maybe a little bit more modern of a look. Uh, and probably just the coloring more than anything. But I just thought it was an amazing sort of transformation in one page, and I was wondering if that was something intentional or or just sort of a, a um, it happened as it happened. No, the only thing intentional about it is that I have you know, I have um, this um, this, this uh, acute fear and slash determination to never let people say about me what they say about every other artist, including me, which is. Geez, what happened to them? <laughs> sure, sure. I read this. I read this amazing thing in the back of uh, Time magazine one time uh, about uh, they were asking this this top athlete um, why he tried so hard, and finally someone came out and admitted it exactly in the way that I that I've always said it, which is fear. Mm-hmm. He goes, "I'm afraid to do less than what I'm capable of because I don't want the criticism." Yeah, I think it was uh, Joe DiMaggio said something along the, the same lines of that. You know, there may be a, a kid out there that's never seen me play before, you know, and that's uh, why he played hard every day. Uh-huh. Well, that's that's a guy. That's a guy that that can't help but be admired, and I uh, that that's really a character thing that I, I I can't I can't talk enough about how I could how I admire that. But when 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 any one of us, and I know we've all gone through this because we're old enough now. To have seen our favorite artists disintegrate before our eyes, There's, it's devastating. Sure. And, and all you can do is sit there and think, you know, I, I go back to what you were because that would, that's what, that's what, that's when you were the coolest. Sure. And, and, and what happened? What happened? You never know what happened to these guys. Yeah. So um, that was always my intention from the very beginning, knowing knowing that knowing that as well in 1997 as I do now. Mm-hmm. I never want that sort of oh that rude guy used to be so good you know <laughs> and what happened to him well I don't think you have anything to worry about Steve I mean uh, it looks fantastic and and like I said it, to me it was it was um, really interesting just as I looked through the preview of it because uh, I was wondering you know I was like okay is 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 it going to be the Steve Rude that I know from from Nexus ten years ago or is it going to be something different something better some and it, and it's fantastic I mean it's just amazing work I think long time Nexus fans are going to be very happy with with what they see absolutely. Um, well, that's- that, mm-hmm. That's good, but 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 know that the only reason I don't worry about it is because I do worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's talk about your your co-creator for just a second. Uh, sure. Working with Mike Barron again has it has it yeah. been easy to get back on the horse with Mike? No, <laughs> it's been really tough. Barron, uh, I'm not sure how far, how far I should say this. I mean, eventually it's all going to come out, but Barron has really slipped in the, in the quality of his writing. Uh, with Nexus, and I, I just, I just nailed his ass so hard you would not believe. And uh, well, no, Baron, Baron has 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 been a, a bit of an enigma. He's he's uh, now he's a guy that I have to keep on top of. Um, and I don't know what it is. He thinks he's as great as ever, but I'm telling him emphatically that he's not. Uh, so uh, because because it's my name and everything now. Um, when, boy, it's hard to know how to answer this here. <clears throat> you really kind of have to be the drill sergeant with him and kind of keep him. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm completely the drill sergeant, and I, 
And uh, uh, Baron doesn't know this yet, but he will soon. Uh, I've gone in and supplemented a lot of things that I thought, by virtue of his, of his dialogue and his scripts, were really lacking. And so that's that's been the most difficult part of all. Um, but I eventually just just kind of uh, the way it's evolved into something the way it is now. I just go in there and change things. Right. To what I to what uh, to what I've well, ironically what I've learned from Baron over the last twenty years, and the things that he's not doing now. So I just kind of slip those in there, uh, give the script a much fuller feel. He's he's going into the sparseness thing that's really driving me crazy. It's like he he omits captions. Uh, he thinks people don't need those. I, I say people do need those, and there's no harm in putting them in, even if uh, you do put them in. Uh, it's better to put them in than not put them in. Um, in almost all cases, uh, he's just not really thinking of the big picture of of that I am. And the big the big picture is that um, you know it doesn't matter if we have all these fans waiting for us. That's that's nice and good. Um, but it's been ten years. Mm-hmm. Sure. And and if you if you've got ten years between you you your last book and, and the book coming out now. You better play it smart, and you better you better ramp up people in a way that turns off nobody, but invites everybody to come in and, and, and say, okay, well now I uh, I know this book has got some history to it, but they're making it they're making it they're not dumbing it down by any means, mm-hmm. but they are making it much more accessible than than I made it much more accessible than Baron originally did. And that's what I had the biggest problem with him about, I think. Well, it sounds like you don't want to necessarily just, you know, cater to the longtime Nexus fans, obviously. I mean, you're trying to sell this book to as many people and expose this book to as many people as possible. And if you sort of go into it with uh, the, the kind of almost inside joke attitude of, you know, people will get this because they've longtime fans, you are going to, you know, turn off people that maybe don't know those all the, the inside story and all the history of the characters. So I, I can I can see your point from that. Do you think? Um, do you think? I mean, uh, how is Baron going to take that? You know, I, I mean, you, you kind of intimated that he isn't aware that you're doing this. Yeah, well, um, uh, if if I'm if I'm dead a month from now, you'll you'll, you'll, you'll know what happened. <laughs> oh God! Don't say that. Either either Baron sent something to the mail that exploded, or he sent Bubba down. <laughs> Bubba Baron. Well, I mean, you, you you did mention it. It's it's your name on this. This is a rude dude production, and there's there's a lot of there's a lot of responsibility on your end to make sure that the product comes out and it's quality. So um, it sounds like you're very aware of that need. Well, what I'm aware of is the need for common sense, <laughs> and it's just nothing more than that. It's just it's just, it's just basic common sense. No one's read the book for 10 years. Okay, we're going to re- reintroduce it after 10 years. Um, uh, we, 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 we made uh, the first Spartan move we made, is we, 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 uh, we, which we already talked about. We took out the elements of a lot of subplots that were going on from 10 years ago and replaced them with more of a, uh, an introduction to Island kind of a thing all over again. That, that was important. We wanted. To, we definitely want to ease people into this to this uh, this 80 plus history of of a comic book here in a way that that invites rather than repels. And sure. That's just common sense. And so what my job was after I rejected Baron's first two scripts 
but they said, look, you've, you've got to bring this thing down to basics again. You've got to be, you, you've got to somehow bring it down to basics, and and you've also got to, uh, you know, you, you've got to have a story here, but the story's already already been provided for us. Okay. Honey, honey is pregnant. She's been sure. pregnant for ten years now, and what <laughs> do we want to do about this birth? So we argued like all hell about the birth. To Baron, it was no big deal. To me, it was it was life changing because I I knew. And this is the other thing that, that he and I have come in conflict with. My my uh, intu- my intuitive sense of where, what things should be and where they should go is much more assertive and stronger than it used to be. Right. And I just knew that this kid was going to be something incredibly special. Uh, otherwise, you you have what I call a, a, a massive missed opportunity of drama. If he's not if he's not everything he should be to you know. Uh, and never mind the people that have kids in the real world and, and know what it's like they have things change. This is a kid that came out of Nexus for crying out loud. Sure. So he's, uh, I, I know exactly what this kid is and what he's going to do and what he, where he's going to end up. And I wrote Baron a long letter explaining who and what this kid was. I was explaining that to Baron uh, because he just didn't seem to have a clue here. So uh, we fight things out a lot right now, and we probably always will. You know, I I, I hope everything works out between you guys because I don't <laughs> I don't want to wait another ten years in between. <laughs> we definitely want to see more Nexus now. But, um, now with the series, if folks get the free comic book day offering and then the next issue that comes out right before San Diego, they should be all set and ready to jump into the Nexus universe. Maybe even without going back and reading those fantastic archives. Would you, would you say that's that's accurate? That's absolutely accurate, uh, and they, again, this is just a, a, a this is just a, a matter of, of a human being having common sense. Um, you, you look at the overall circumstances of what you're up against, um, which I've already explained, so I won't go into it again. And you use you use the free comic book day, you use this this opportunity as a way to. Um, um, Let's call it a trailer, okay? For the, let's call it a trailer before the movie starts. You know, um, this is this is what it's all about. Um, by virtue of snippets, small scenes from the previous twenty years of this comic book. Um, one of the things I do automatically, which Baron is clueless about, is you have to be, you, ha- you have to make you have to make the imitation very very easy. Uh, when people uh, when people uh, open up the book and they and they the absolute the absolute thing they don't want is to be bogged down with a lot of things they don't understand uh, right away. I mean that's that's it. You don't get a, you don't get a second chance at something like this. You have to you have to be extremely just commonsensical about. Um, you have to put yourself in the mind of somebody else who's never read the book. There's going to be a lot of new people coming aboard for a lot of reasons. One, they've heard about it from from guys that have, guys like us, you know, our age guys, mm-hmm. and are curious about what this book is all about. They've been hearing about it from basically just everyone else who's come before them. And they and if they're, if they're curious enough to check it out, then that is the moment when you have to be you have to use uh, the the most common sense. And so, if you read the free comic book day book. Um, and I'm talking about generally anybody here, you guys and anybody else that reads it, finds the, finds the book inviting and exciting, and you want to see more, 
I've accomplished exactly what my common sense told me to do. Well, Steve, it is always a pleasure. Thank you so much for being a, a good friend of the show. Uh, it's so exciting to see Nexus back and all the excitement that the Free Comic Book Day offering is is bringing to the to the series. And we can't wait for the first new issue uh, in July. Well, thank you very much. And I, I, I have to tell you that everything that, that a creator does is, is utterly a two-way situation. And the, the, the response, I don't want to say this in a cliche way, because that's not at all what it is, but honestly I've been amazed at how much, the way people have rallied around what I've been trying to do here. Um, and uh, because of that, and only because of that, uh, will, will this thing be the kind of success that it, I, I, I want it to be and I need it to be, not just for myself, not just for selfish reasons, and I think I think the, think the kind of comics that I'll be doing with with all all the, with the crew are vital to what is uh, missing from comics today, which is a sense of tremendous excitement, and you want to see more. Yeah, well, the people that are rallying around it wouldn't do it if it wasn't good, and it's it's great to see it back. And best of luck to you in the upcoming months. And I tell you what, we'll uh, check back in with you when uh, when the relaunch uh, actually hits stores in July. Yes, and and, and as as both of you, uh, both of you com- commented on, um, I think I'm most curious to know if it's still the Nexus that you that you uh, fell in love with from all those years ago, even from the beginning days. That that will be the yardstick for, for me to measure my success about the book. Nothing else really matters to me but that. Well, we'll definitely let you know, and and we'll be talking about it when uh, when it comes out. Yeah, I'll be excited. To, I'll be excited to wait for that moment, you guys. Well, hey, you have a, a great free comic book day, and we'll touch base with you soon. I look forward to that, guys. All right, bye, bye, Steve. Bye, bye. And we'd like to thank Steve Rude. As always, interesting talking to the dude. Yeah, you never know. He what always throws us for one. He doesn't certainly he? does. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, never a canned interview with the dude. No, no, he he doesn't have pat answers for for anything. He he's straight from the heart. He is sure. a character, and we 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 love his work. So best of luck. And to And check out Nexus if you haven't yes. uh, checked out the free the, the moth is coming out and all sorts of stuff. So I'm sure we'll have Steve on one uh, of the top this year. artists ever in comics, in oh, my yeah. opinion. But yeah. he's an artist, artist, yeah. and you'll he's one of those guys that you'll see other artists will say this is a guy I look up to, sure. and, and those are the ones that you you try and pay attention to. Well. Uh, with uh, staying with our free comic book day theme, we dun, figured dun, dun. get a couple of man on the street reports. Man, so. That's what Tom should have been doing. Yeah, he should have been well, here he, doing the know, man he's on assignment. I so. know, we just don't know where. Yeah, he didn't tell us. It's like Tom, where are you going to be? Uh, I'm, not I'm doing. You. I'm I'm working on something top secret project for the show. Yeah, sure, Tom. Yeah. Well. All right, whatever. <laughs> we'll see top it. secret meetings. We'll see do. it when we. See it. Well, join us here. We have uh, Andrew Hi. and Jeffrey. Hello. How you guys doing? Yeah, pretty good. Going out for the free comic book day festivities? Yeah, I was here yesterday. I thought I'd make another stop for some of the free stuff. There you go. What'd, uh, what'd you pick up today? I tried to pick up everything, and I realized I was on the other side of the table and didn't see there was a limit. <laughs> yes. so he needs two signs. I just grabbed Wolfman because I'm a fan of Kirkman and uh, mm-hmm. Eddie Campbell's book. I, I, I grabbed that too, yeah, the, the Eddie Campbell. Can't can't put Eddie Campbell stuff down. I know, his stuff is just always unique. So Absolutely. Like I, I'm still trying to wade through From Hell in our Year of Alan Moore book club, which is, is kind of bogged down, and it is... Uh, 
it is thick and it is dense yeah. and it is it's Eddie Campbell in a different style for Eddie mm-hmm. Campbell but uh, it's it, it's an amazing book it's not one that you can sit down and, and breeze through but uh, no, now what's the what's the Eddie Campbell offering here it's called uh, uh, the train ba- the train was bang on time and it's inspired by uh, a screenplay um, based upon the manuscript of a <laughs> I can't even say it. It's based on a screenplay by Mr. C. Gabby Mitchell, uh, and and it's uh, it's sort of set in the looks like Old West, and uh, it's about a train that explodes, and and, um, and it's coming out from uh, First Second Books. You can check the more out at FirstSecondBooks.com. Always so. good for Eddie Campbell. Sure. Anything he, anything he does, I, huh? I what was the guy? Um, I forgot. I was going to say something, but now I forgot uh, what it was. Darn it! Wolfman stuff. Maybe. Yeah. Kirkman's well, in town. Yeah, he is. Yeah, we, we dismissed him. He's 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 downtown. Yeah. Actually, uh, um, Brent Schoonover from uh, Horrorwood, the uh, great ape entertainment book, is going to be, I think, dropping in in a little while. He was down to, to talk to Mr. Kirkman, so we'll get uh, the report what was going on uh, down at Graham Crackers. But sure. uh, Jeffrey, what did you pick up today? Um, I picked up uh, Nexus and um, the Lone Ranger. Mm-hmm. Though I might. Uh, I might have to get that Eddie Campbell. I might have to pull one back. I'm not Here's sure. Here's the last one. I'll, the I'll last Eddie That's Campbell. the last one on the table. There you go. <laughs> uh, I actually, uh, um, I'm a, I'm in grad school for philosophy, and uh, I actually used uh, Eddie Campbell's How to Be an Artist in one of my uh, papers this semester. So. I was gonna say you got a, you have a pretty heavy book there on the shelf, the uh, Voice of the uh, of the Fire by Alan Moore. Wow, uh, you got to be hardcore to be reading that stuff. Yeah, that's my summer reading. <laughs> have you been playing along with the Year of Alan Moore? Um, I I I didn't have time during school. Me either. <laughs> but, uh, Big this, mistake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this month I've been reading uh, the uh, Captain Britain. Which that's right, it's, uh, Cat Britain, and what was the other book this month? It was uh, his uh, DC, DC, which yeah. I, which I read while I was on on honeymoon. Uh, <laughs> nerd, <laughs> Good and it was Lord. it was awesome. nerd. <laughs> Great DC stories, and uh, it, it's uh, the um, uh, Man of DC. Tomorrow. And, yeah. Uh, oh, he had some great Superman stuff, some really fun Green Lantern stories. So that's fun. Uh, yeah. What else? You got the uh, the next wave trade. I, I guess that's the and that's what a lot of the the shop owners. One is uh, to come oh. in for free comic book day. That's what I was going to say. And they want people to pick up other stuff, which it looks like you're you're buying into that. Yeah, so definitely. I think if you're going to buy the Alan Moore hardcover, he should throw you a couple more free comics. <laughs> I would I would tell him that. Tell him we we said that he should. He's just lucky you got it for. I didn't even see it on the on the shelves there. I would have grabbed that. Um, I was going to say though about free comic book day because a lot of people think. Like free comic book day, the shop owners get the books free, for free, and they're not. And they're not. You know, the uh-huh. shop owners pay for books. Yeah, they pay a discounted price. They pay, you know, maybe they're, they're, what the I think cost like a of a minimum them. of like a quarter. And it depends on and, the books. Some yeah. books are more expensive than others, but they're not free. That's they're, why they're free to us, but not to the you know to the shop owners. Nobody, you know, Diamond's not producing these and giving to to shop owners for free. It's sort of a good you know promotional tool to try and get people in the shop and hopefully keep you know buy other stuff and keep them. You know, if you're a good shop it, it can help i know you know that's why mark does it because he knows if he can get people in he's got a good shop and and he's got a good chance to keep people keep people he around, still grumbles so. about it though he does but that's just mark he grumbles about everything <laughs> he doesn't grumble comic. about the 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 indie books but he's like marvel and dc should be giving them free damn it so well yeah i don't know i can't say i disagree i mean i think they but 
you know, it doesn't happen. So is this uh, is this your only stop in Free Comic Book Day? Or are you gonna? Yeah. You gonna otherwise, I'll get like hooked and and never leave in any of these places. I'll never <laughs> get home, never eat. Yeah, the same for me. I have a paper to write, and I'm getting comic books. So. It'll be it, it'll be two o'clock <laughs> in the morning. You'll be in material. Springfield at a you know some rural <laughs> shop. I'm in Idaho. Uh, it's <laughs> I need the Umbrella Academy. Sixth <laughs> comic shop today. I wonder if people do they like you know there's there road are trip free comic book day tours tours of Regan. Well, That'd be kind of well, cool well, to get a like bus. Tour right. buses, but that yeah, would be kind of cool. You, you hear? I mean, I, see I think we should do the that. Shop that I never see in here, and there are people like a pub crawl. There you go. <laughs> you know, <laughs> do like a, a pub. Nice you know, we'll stop at a pub, <laughs> then we'll stop at a comic shop. We'll stop at a pub, stop at a comic shop. I think we got a plan for next year. Uh, I'm signing up. <laughs> I like it. Or just combine the two and just get a pub comic shop. Well, I've been thinking about that. <laughs> I like the idea. Okay, a free comic book day. Free comic book day, 2008. Free comic book day, pub crawl. There we go. I like it. Started at Dark Tower, and uh, we'll work our way around the city into <laughs> bar and comic shop, bar and comic shop. I think that's a plan. You'll eventually lose your weight, but that's that's okay. Well, yeah, it doesn't matter at that point. <laughs> the, only, the only problem is who's going to be designated driver. Uh, uh, Ain't we'll going to be me. Rent somebody. I don't know. We'll get somebody. <laughs> we'll hire somebody. Anybody him. doesn't drink wants to drive us around. Get the grumbler. You know, I, I always see uh, I always see threads on forums of guys that uh, go to you know in the Chicago area that will hit all of the different shops. They'll go to like at least eight comic shops to get their their two at each store and and pick up a bunch of other stuff because just about every shop runs some sort of sale or another. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark, what uh, what kind of sale you got going today? Um, anywhere between 25 and 75% off stuff. Wow, tw- what's the 75% off yeah, stuff? Yeah, where's that? Gaming and uh, trades in the back that I had, like four boxes of trades that are 25 All right, nice. All right, we're, we'll be back there in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He was going to have all quarter. All the dollar comics are fifty cents right now. He was going to have a quarter box sale, but Tom bought them all, so yes, pretty much, yeah. there yeah. are no more quarter books at Dark Tower Comics. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even bother putting them out anymore. He just puts them aside. He waits for yeah, Tom and John. Them, I showed them to Tom first. Yeah, <laughs> premiere. That's why. That's why uh, what Tom uh, referred to his apartment as smelling like old book now, <laughs> or garbage in last week's case, <laughs> as we found out. Uh, all right, well, guys, uh, thank you so much for yeah. dropping by, oh, Andrew. We we always we always mean to to talk with you. You actually have uh, a little bit of history in in comics. I think you've you've since left, but you've done some stuff yeah. in the industry. Yeah, I, I started doing stuff for Showcase DC back then, and did some stuff for Marvel on the side for a few friends. Just there used to be a lot of different comic groups and activities mm-hmm. back in the 90s and hung out with all those guys so I used to get like a lot of uh, ends through them mm-hmm. Alex Ross Barry Crane Hillary Barda a bunch of people Tony Akins and all those guys are, st- are still friends of mine they're really good people mm-hmm. so just except for Barda yeah well Barda <laughs> evil that man evil he's, he's another grumbler but he's a great guy right? yeah <laughs> we love Hill and uh, then just basically started going more towards video games and that's where I'm at currently where the money is where the money's at but uh, it's tough it's tough they keep you in crunch a long time, yeah. you know, six months, usually out of three months before. It used to be just like, you know, a couple months crunch. Now it's become kind of a regular thing. Wow. It's really difficult, but it's much more popular. All right. Cool. Cool. Andrew, always a pleasure. Jeffrey, anything else? You got? Uh, no. No? No. Uh, what's your paper on? What are you working on right now? I'm writing a paper on, um, I'm taking a class on uh, uh, feminist theory, and women and aging. So, oh, good Lord. <laughs> so um, I'm writing a paper on identity of, of the elderly. So. Wow. And you're you're going to school uh, for philosophy, is it? Yeah, uh, I'm go. I go to Loyola. Okay. So, 
for philosophy. Yeah. So you don't want to have a job when you get out of... So yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm going for. He, he wants to teach philosophy and read comic books. Yes, yes, okay. Exactly. Oh, man. man with a plan. All right. Yeah. Just want to make sure. I, I should have done something like that. Uh... You, yeah, but you're like uh, Southern philosophy. Southern philosophy. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's <laughs> schools for that necessarily. You're, you're like a poor man's... Uh, uh, oh, Mark Twain. Yeah, that's <laughs> Mark Twain. Mm-hmm. I, got, I, got, I got a couple new ones I'm going to pull yeah, out on fan, you later. I can't, I can't wait. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, that's easier than uh, backing off a grease log. What? I don't know. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Tom, I wish you were here. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thanks for dropping by, and uh, have fun uh, the rest of your free comic book day. Thanks. Thank you. And we're joined now by Brent Schoonover. Howdy, howdy. Does Athena Volterra. Brent, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> different Brent. Yes. It's a different... No, it's uh, the, the artist of Horrorwood. It's from Black Coat, get it right. The Black Coat, yes. <laughs> it's uh, um, Horrorwood. Yes. It's, it's uh, Trade coming out. Yeah. All uh, finished up with the, with the first arc. Later this fall, we're kind of eyeing up... Uh, I saw Halloween Falls on a Wednesday this year, so i got to talk to the powers that be and see if we can work that out. I always say uh, arc, but uh, actually Horrorwood... Wood was a miniseries, but could hopefully be a continuing miniseries. Hopefully, hopefully, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, I've got a project coming out in, with Silent Devil here later this fall, and that's a two book graphic novel series called Astronaut Dad with uh, writer David Hopkins. He's done some work with Viper Comics. He oh, did a great. book called Emily Edison and Carmen mm-hmm. Incorporated. Oh, so okay. That's going to take me till about April 2008. So once that's done, we'll figure it's out. It's nice where to we're be going. booked up. Yes, isn't it, it is. It is. So, um, you know. By the time I'm old and gray, then we'll, we'll get to that Horrorwood uh, ongoing. There you, know, you go. Crushing everybody's <laughs> mind. So. so what are you doing in Chicago today? Well, it's actually my anniversary with my wife, and so we decided to get... <laughs> what is it with you nerds? He's reading comics on his honeymoon. You take your wife to a comic shop on your anniversary. My wife would Multiple kill Multiple comic me. shops. It's called a tax reduction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, uh, we just Good thing Tom's not here. He'd yeah. call the IRS on you. <laughs> we live in the Twin Cities, and we just wanted to get out of here, and um, I've always told my wife I want to take go to a real baseball game that's uh, in a real baseball stadium so um, <laughs> yeah we decided to you're on your way to st louis <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know we're at wrigley so i don't I, I'm, I not gonna oh. go, I'm not even gonna go to the st louis thing at this point yeah they're it's not good yeah, not good so, so you're going to wrigley today it's, we're uh, going to wrigley tomorrow okay so, uh hopefully it'll be who are the cubs losing to uh we'll be the nationals my friends so. oh very yes. nice so so it's da- down into the into the big city from the Twin Cities and yeah. uh, getting all the free comic day stuff. Yeah, on. we were just in town and I wanted to see where you guys do the show, so we thought it'd be fun to drop in. And it's exciting, cool. isn't it? It is. Glamorous. It's a magical place. It's everything that you had expected. <laughs> it more. was. You know, you know, you're sitting in Tom's chair. Yes, he <laughs> thought I smelled that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Got a whiff. Now yeah. you were down. Uh, you were down at uh, Graham Crackers today for the uh, the Kirkman signing. We were hoping to make it, but uh, by the time we got in and with traveling and everything mm-hmm. like that and not being too familiar with where it was at we we skipped it so okay. i oh, talked to you on the phone it. while we we're getting pizza and he, you told me this is the place to be so it's the hot said, spot you said forget it robert so. who yeah, yeah so we're going to see around comics yeah so well, yeah that's right <laughs> exactly, so. fool that's right no it's so, fun we just kind of we took the train and it's been pretty cool my brother actually uh, after he graduated uh, he went to school in Wisconsin. He came and moved over here, and he was on the south side. So we actually, I haven't visited the north side too much, so it's been kind 
really nice to Wow, okay. Yeah, so. Usually when uh, when people visit Chicago, they visit the north side and, and usually not <laughs> the south side. The south side just doesn't have a lot of the, the tourist areas like the north side does. So My brother was wicked poor. That's why he ran the south side. <laughs> <laughs> Much like everybody who graduates got. So, you're looking maybe Halloween-ish? Yeah, it'll was, definitely be the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, was, I, the, was the response <laughs> on the on the series good? Um, I think, yeah, it was great. Um, I think I, what I'd like to do is I'd like to take the book to horror conventions and see how that goes. Um, I think we, we did good. I mean, numbers were good, everything like that. Uh, convention. I think it's definitely a convention book. Mm-hmm. We go to conventions and we sell it really good. I think it's kind of the one-on-one interaction. And we kind of developed the thing of if you bought the book, you would do a sketch. And that was not my idea. That was Ape's idea. And without ever asking if I was, you know, are you afraid to draw in front of people? <laughs> it's, it was, it was a, it's not their hand It cramp, was. Before right? we started this, it was a, a huge phobia. I remember when my ki- my parents would watch me draw, I would just buckle, you know, like, go away, damn it. <laughs> and so, well, I remember back in Chicago last year, uh, or was it Chicago? Yeah, yeah, last, yeah it was Chicago, Chicago last year. Yeah. You were doing that on the uh, Horwood tickets, which I thought yeah. was a really cool idea. The movie I, tickets. That's another Brent Irwin, like, amazing <laughs> idea. Like, call you at three in the afternoon, he's like, guys, I have the coolest idea. We spent a day with Brent yeah. in New York. This is like frightening. 80 million ideas in like five minutes. Yeah. And we were down in Wizard World, Texas this last year, and um, Apes got some representation now in Hollywood, and you know they were talking about how, about how that goes, and they were just Brent and his million ideas that he's got to you know, unload on these Pitch people. Pitchman. So, yeah, yeah. He is they, ran, they ran away screaming, didn't they? Uh, I don't think so, which is good. So we'll good. see what happens. Awesome. Well, uh, I tell you what, you, you're you kind of our, our ape representative today. Ape. <laughs> ape, ape, ape. It's, it's like, <laughs> makes it sound like I'm selling insurance. <laughs> you're the number would one gorilla. Like, uh, yeah, I guess right. that would be uh, D- Dave Hedgecock and uh, and Brent Irwin are the, the number one and two gorillas, but uh, yeah. you know, you, you'll be here to represent them. We did have have a free comic book day offering from Ape Entertainment and uh, some fun stuff in there. We saw some uh, Athena Voltaire, uh, White Picket Fences, there's uh, the Go Go Gorilla. Bizarre New Finally. World. Finally. Yeah, there's another one. Um, they've got a lot of cool stuff. Uh, it's, it's amazing to see like within a span of a year, I remember when me and Brandon first started working on the book. The only book we were familiar with were was Soul and Gray, and mm-hmm. we, we actually sent they sent us copies of that book to be like, "This is what your book's going to look like when we get it printed." And I was like, "Well, that's pretty good." And then within a matter of a couple of weeks, all of a sudden was like. Uh, when the speakeasy went out, and I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. and he ran around the phone. I'm like, you know, we should talk to Abe about picking up a couple of those books because, and it was funny because Athena Voltaire and Black Coat were like two of the books. Yeah. And as we were just kind of bullshitting with the guys from Abe on the phone, I was like, I got a couple of books. I think you know, like, this would be cool. And, and it, they are, we're already on top of it. <laughs> it, was, it was weird. Yeah, so we, we already all got had the those, same uh, list of books, and so and it happened. And all of a sudden, when we were in Chicago last year, that was really cool because it was just being around all those guys, and it was a fun time with that booth and uh, probably one of the greatest convention experiences I've had yet. And now this year, coming into the next season, it's mm-hmm. um, going to be fun because I think there's the whole new crop of books coming up and, sure. and getting to meet those guys and stuff like that. Well, so. It was fun. I think we, uh, we crammed the entire uh, cast yeah. of Ape into a hotel room <laughs> and, uh, and BSed for a couple hours. That yeah, was that was the uh, first time I've been in... Uh, Hotel room with that many men and not having a drug deal go down. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's ever happened. That was later. <laughs> that, was, that was later. Yeah. Wait uh, for Marion Barry to show up. <laughs> <laughs> we had a. Um, we talked with the the white picket fences guys, and they have. I, I believe it is a. Uh, 
it's it's a continuation a continuation of the story that hasn't come out yet. It's uh, the, the white picket fences is what? You white lost me. What? Yeah, it, it is kind of confusing. It's but a prequel to the sequel. Oh, <laughs> yeah. of course. This is yeah. This is yeah. It is a prequel to the sequel. They're working on white picket fences. Uh, the the miniseries now. This is a story that happens after that. Mm-hmm. And uh, just wanted to uh, to take special note because I'm already a big fan of that series. I love uh, Micah Farrader's art and Matt Anderson is, is uh, it's. They just have such a great grasp Absolutely. of that. Absolutely. I'm uh, I, I talk to David every now and then, and he's kind of, you know, him and Brent both do a lot of the, the, mm-hmm. the talent scouting, but they do such a good job of making sure that, like, whatever they follow up with from whatever's previous is not the same thing. Mm-hmm. And they do a really good job of kind of making sure they find the right thing. And it's not easy because being at the conventions with those guys and seeing how much they get, you know, stuff submitted. Um, sure. I know when I get to a convention with, you know, David at the booth, I'm like, I will talk to you at the end of the convention because the minute that thing opens, the minute he closes, he's looking at sub- pitch, submissions. Pitch, pitch, yeah, pitch, and yeah. I don't know how he does it. I wouldn't want that job. And it's just because to weed out, I hate to say it, a lot of crap sometimes, you know. But um, we always says the hard thing is is seeing the guys that have so much talent and are so it's good. It's not the right project. Yeah. Yeah, and, and turning them away. Uh, we saw uh, Athena Voltaire is in here, so you know, props to uh, to Steve Bryant uh, yeah. on that. So sounds like things are, are getting going on that project again. So. Yeah, he. Uh, I know he had a. I don't know how he does it. Don't know when he sleeps, but he just keeps pumping that stuff out. It's mm-hmm. pretty amazing, and that was really fun being next to him at the the booth last year. And uh, I remember seeing someone came up to him and actually created an Athena Voltaire action figure for him. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, yeah, I need nice to get a kind of fan base where moment. someone makes. <laughs> You know, Manos, you know, toys, or (laughs) Sophia and Bruno figures, like, you know, but... uh yeah, that's pretty sweet. Well, for those uh, those out there that may be interested in checking out Horrorwood, what's the best way to maybe get some previews online or order absolutely uh, <coughs> the free comic book day? Uh, we're, Pick we're up the, the free comic book. Is it in? Is Horrorwood? We got an ad for the book. And, okay. Uh, right now, I would say you can always still go to your uh, comic book store and you know have them order it. The whole series is out. You can always go to Ape Entertainment's website, apecomics.com, and you can order it directly through there. Uh, you can even contact us via horrorwoodcomic.com and get it so like i said it's out right now i think we're gonna I, i'd love to to figure out how we can you know pull box online something i've been very interested in seeing if we can get that i know apes kind of got a direction they're going with online comics mm-hmm. so i'm kind of letting them figure out that right now and uh yeah but the trade will be out in the fall and we're hoping to kind of pack it with some extra goodies and this summer on the convention circuit where we've actually got a, a sketchbook full um of stuff it's about 20 pages I think or so awesome. and yeah we're still doing the thing if you buy it we'll do a sketch so there yeah you next uh, what's your convention schedule look like this year well I'll definitely be in Chicago mm-hmm. this year good and then uh, I'll be down in Wizard World Texas in November I believe that's when it is mm-hmm. and that's when my well, we should have the first graphic novel out from Silent Devil of Astronaut Dad. So I'll be probably pulling double duty between that and going back to the 8th booth and doing copies of the Horrorwood trade. So it'll be a busy time, but it'll be fun. So Fantastic. I'm looking forward to it. Well, Brian, so happy you were able to, to drop in today. Always yeah. good to talk with you, man. Thank you very much. All right, thanks to, uh, to Brent Schoonover. Always good to see him, the, the Horrorwood guys. Yeah, Brent, uh, it was nice to meet him and his lovely wife mm-hmm. of two years. Happy anniversary to Brent. And yeah. I forgot her name. 
Uh, Kelly? The, the, n- Nicole? Was what? The blonde girl? Sally? Whatever her name is. Very nice. Well, yeah, it's very nice. Um, um, yeah, so it's uh, free comic book day. We're, we're wrapping up here. It's, uh, you want to give uh, your thoughts on a, on a few of the, the free comic book day offerings? Sure. Um, I didn't get a chance to read a lot of stuff, but I think the one that's, that uh, stuck out to me the most was the... Um, the interesting book by Eddie Campbell, uh, The Train Was Bang on Time. Um, I'm a big fan of Eddie Campbell. I think he's a, a, a true artist uh, in, in every sense of the word, and I'm always looking forward to anything that he puts out. This is a really interesting little book. Um, it's sort of done in a uh, almost um, 1800s uh, Western, uh, what do you call it, uh, you know, when they would write a lot of the Western penny, uh, pe- not penny, no, dime novels. That's, oh, okay, that's sure, what yeah, sure. It's like a dime novel uh, sort of book. And it's ba- I guess it's based on, or inspired by the screenplay of Mr. C. Gabby Mitchell. Uh, I'm not sure what screenplay, but it's, it's sort of a story uh, in the 1800s in the West, and this uh, guy who lives in this small town, and, and a, a train comes through and it explodes. And uh, he seems to get blamed uh, for it to some degree. And uh, I haven't uh, gone through the whole thing. I haven't read it because I want to take my time with it. Because Campbell just does Eddie Campbell just does some amazing stuff that nobody else really does. I mean, the one scene that already struck or you know really stuck out to me was after the explosion. He's in the jail, and there's a whole panel. Actually, there's like four panels. Of no dialogue, mm-hmm. and at first I was just like, "Well, what's going on here?" Because you see people like gesturing, like they're speaking to him. Oh, he can't hear because he of the can't explosion. hear because sure. of the explosion. And it's like nobody else does. You know, that's yeah. Eddie Campbell. I mean, that's the kind of interesting things that you do, and and you have to kind of work at sometimes reading his stuff because he puts it there, but he just doesn't spell it out Didn't for the, you. Uh, Fraction did something like that in the in the first Casanova. Uh, first couple issues that where there were uh, Casanova and his or Cass and his dad were arguing and the uh, the word balloons were empty because, yeah because yeah. they 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 were yelling at each other right. but they really weren't saying anything right it was right. Just, yeah what's I I love using the medium like that and there's another uh, another part in it um, I don't really want to say what it is in case somebody's going to read it because it'll spoil it for yeah them, I haven't read it it's it's something where um, uh, something happens before. The train explosion that's very important to this character, mm-hmm. but you wouldn't if you just sort of gloss over the pages you know they don't say it in exposition they're not mm-hmm. talking about it, but you can no, you'll I see it right okay. and then you'll find out what happened um you know after and uh you know it's just stuff like that that Eddie Campbell does something you know I don't know if it's for everybody because it is sort of experimental to some degree and mm-hmm. uh but I love his stuff and for a free comic book day i, I mean I was ex- you know ecstatic to see an Eddie Campbell book on you know th- this year. Uh, more than any other free comic book day that I can remember, there was some really good stuff out. Uh, probably my, my favorite, uh, and we kind of skipped over top of the stack this week, but this is really this is top, 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 top of the free comic book days. <laughs> Uh, my favorite was uh, the Umbrella Academy. I know you like that very much. So it was. Uh, you just mentioned Casanova, and this is uh, Gabriel Ba, who's the artist, uh, or was the artist on Casanova. That's which is being taken over by uh, his twin brother Fabio Moon now. But Gerard Way, written mm-hmm. uh, written by Gerard Way, the first story at least. And don't uh, don't look over the uh, fabulous James Jean cover. Yeah. If you're yeah. a fan of the covers for Fables, uh, same guy doing uh, the cover for uh, the Umbrella Academy. I didn't know what to think of this uh, this book whenever I read the uh, 
uh, read the solicit on it, it, it could have gone in a lot of different ways, but it is a lot more fun and irreverent than I thought it was going to be. It, mm-hmm. it, it, I had a, Whenever I read the solicit, I thought it was going to be a very goth, downer, right, just right, right. really weird book, but it was uh, probably the biggest comparison I can make. Prejudgments. Exactly. And probably the biggest comparison I can make is it, it is a lot like Casanova, and I don't know if it's because of Ba's artwork, but the, the overall feel of it is that it's, you know, it's yeah, definitely. It's I, definitely left of center. Yeah, you know, in, in it. In I approach. absolutely loved it. I, I thought it was fantastic. I read the that's the, I read the first story in this book. I haven't mm-hmm. gone to the other two. There's two more stories yes, in it, which I want to talk about in a second. But I, I really dug it. And if you're a Cass fan at all, if you like Casanova and sort of that quirky weirdness, mm-hmm. um, it was so cool to see uh, Gabriel Ba do sort of like superheroes yeah. but still in that same weird what, what's probably the way I would describe this is Hellboy meets Next Wave yeah that's a good that's <laughs> probably a very good description for it yeah it has sort of that Hellboy um, uh, you know mid-century weird Victorian oddity, to it. oddity but then the Next Wave crazy humor, wacky humor yeah. yeah very good stuff I, I it absolutely uh, did its job in you know giving me a free comic that I'm going to now look for the next epi- issue of it. Because and it proves that rock and roll singers can write good comics. Well, at least this one <laughs> can. I don't know about anybody else. I don't know if Gene Simmons can, but we'll uh, see. we're going to find we'll out. See. But this one was was pretty darn good, and and I liked it a lot. Yeah. The the middle story in the uh, the Dark Horse uh, free comic book day offering was uh, Pantheon City, and uh, and I'm actually trying to figure out who wrote and drew it, because it was good. Oh, it's Ron, Mar- uh, Ron Mars. Is it, is it yeah, the Ron Pantheon Mars one? Pantheon City is Ron Mars, and uh, the art was Clement Suave. Okay. Or Suave? Su- or Suave, maybe, I don't mm-hmm. know. Color is Stephanie uh, Peru, and lettered by Serge Lapointe. Yeah, I, I thought it was really neat. It's, uh, if you like, uh, I don't know, it, it's hard to even, uh, even describe it, but, uh, you know, uh, sewage maintenance guys running into uh, big robots in uh, in in city sewers and uh, overlapping story arcs. It looks like it's uh, one of those that uh, they'll go from one story to the next uh, almost without uh, um, without interruption. Uh, is how is how read and uh, it, it looks it looks fun. I, I the really enjoyed kinda it. The got a little bit of a Tony Moore feel to it. Yeah, yeah, a little Kinda, bit, a little bit. Sure, um, it looks really good. I mean, it's really nice. It's uh, Tony Moore, maybe a little Andy McDonald. If you're a uh, New York City Mech fan, it's got a, a little bit of a feel of uh, NYC Mech in it. And uh, and then the uh, the last one is Zero Killer, which um, who did Zero? Written Killer? by Arvid Nelson, written and lettered by Arvid Nelson, mm-hmm. artist uh, Matt Camp, and colored by Dave Stewart. So there you go. And uh, and I, I I did like the uh, the Zero Killer as well. Seemed uh, seemed like a fun series. Yeah, uh, I think this is a really good uh, job on a, a free comic book day. Boy, comic, Dark Horse, yeah, you know. Dark Horse brought it. Um, what were some of your other favorites from uh, from this week? Uh, the Nexus one, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was nice to see. Um, I thought it was really interesting because uh, Steve Rude had picked out a few. Um, Pages from different issues of Nexus mm-hmm. from the past, uh, 33, 34, number, I think, 35, but, uh, like five different ones. 
And uh, and he also gave you a little introduction um, to Nexus, but also an introduction to each one of the the stories that he picked out and kind of why he picked them out. So it was kind of interesting. And then a preview to uh, to issue ninety nine, which is coming out in July. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, of course, as a Nexus fan, I was all over that one. I mean, I couldn't you know, and and it looks great. The the issue ninety nine, and we talked uh, with Steve about it <laughs> very candidly. And uh, I, I I literally, I mean, if you look at the first page. In the issue ninety nine, it's it's like it's been lifted out it, yeah, of Nexus straight out of an archive. Yeah, exactly. And then as the book goes on, it gets a little bit different look to it, a little more modern. Modernizes a little bit. Yeah, and and uh, but still that great Steve Rude line, and, and uh, but some different things that that you know I think he was doing with it. But uh, yeah, so I really like that. Um, How do you like uh, the Astounding Wolfman? We really haven't talked about it. Yeah, and it, it's it's <coughs> interesting because this is you know, a high profile writer. Uh, for Image, it, it's the launch of a new series for them, and I think it was very interesting to do it on Free Comic Book Day uh, at the same time that he's doing this uh, five this tour, five yeah. state tour, or, f- or five five shop tour, four states. Um, I liked it. I uh, I don't know if I liked the art on it, and not because the art wasn't good, but I didn't that's care the story. For, yeah, that's what I kind of felt. Just my personal. Art by uh, by Jason Howard. Yeah, and like I said, it's not because he's a bad artist. I think yeah. he's a good artist. And I say art because he he penciled it, inked it, and colored it. But so. um, but for like a Wolfman story, it seemed out of place a little bit. I liked it. Well, yeah, like I said, <laughs> I, I mean, it's just I, I my my personal mm-hmm. feeling on it. I I kind of wish this. As far as the story goes, I thought it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of wanted it to go a little bit in a different direction. Um. You know, it's like because of the characters in the story, I w- and and like their resources, mm-hmm. I sort of for some weird reason near the end of it wanted to see like all of a sudden, uh, like them hiring mystics or coming in contact with like, you know, st- you know people that are in the cult world trying to figure out how to get this wolf, you know, Wolfman. Uh, curse off of him mm-hmm. uh, but I don't think that's where it's going exactly but no. but but, uh, <laughs> but that's uh, for some reason that's what I wanted to see like all of a sudden like 1930 uh, MGM you know or Universal Wolfman stuff you know like gypsies and yeah and, and, I, and I don't I don't think that you're going to see that <laughs> no this, well so. I don't know I mean at the end of it you, you have you know you have someone that's coming into their lives, but uh, I don't know exactly where that's going. Yeah, and it's uh, it, it's kind of similar to Invincible in that it's going to, I think, be as much about family and the relationships that that these characters have to go through as it is the the the, the yeah. amazing or spectacular in in their lives. You know, you're seeing the relationship between the father and the daughter, and the husband and the wife, and, and I mean they're obviously a very a very tight family unit. Plus, there's you know everything that he's dealing with in his in his professional life as as a right. businessman. So I, I think it can go in some interesting ways. So you know, it, it, I'm intrigued enough, and I like Kirkman's work, especially image enough that I'll stick with this for a little bit. Yeah, I think I'll keep checking. I, you know, some of the dialogue I thought was a bit. It's it felt a little forced between the family uh-huh. stuff that, that you're talking about. But yeah, overall, I mean, it was pretty good, and and I'll I'll probably be checking out the next one. I did like actually the backup, the Brit, the Brit, all new Brit yeah. coming in August. Um, 
So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, written not written, not written by uh, by Kirkman, by the way. No, not written. It's written by Bruce Brown, art by Cliff uh, Rathburn, oh. and uh, uh, edited by Kirkman. But uh, it looked pretty good. And uh, if you you know the Brit stuff that he had done back in the day was some of his earliest. Yeah, it wasn't fantastic stuff. Not that it was bad, but uh, I think it'd be interesting to see sort of what changes in that. And then there was a Spawn. Some spawn and other stuff in the back, but I didn't care about any of that. Uh, for for those of you that have not read Whiteout, a uh, great opportunity to pick up the first issue for uh, Free Comic Book Day. Had a new Steve Lieber cover to it. Uh, I would, uh, you know, if you picked it up for for Free Comic Book Day and you enjoyed it, I would definitely suggest picking up the trade and gobbling that up before the movie comes out. Uh, let me see here. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man. There was uh, a Dan fun Dan Slot. Phil and Jimenez. Mm-hmm. Really good Phil Jimenez art. Was this a new story? Yes. It was. New story for Free Comic Book Day, and it read like a classic Amazing Spider-Man story. Yeah, it was good. It was the art was awesome. I, I thought his Phil Jimenez Spider-Man was, just looks great. I would love to see that as a regular team on Spider-Man. Uh, I would not. Yeah, like Friendly Neighborhood would I, probably be good. I, Who's doing amazing, Friendly Neighborhood? Amazing would be fine. It's because uh, uh, finishing up. Have they announced a new team for Amazing? I'm not sure. I, I would be just fine with Dan Slott doing Amazing. Yeah. I. Uh, well, I don't see. I don't know. I don't know. Slot's he he's funny, and I like his funny uh, stuff. His st- initiative has been... Yeah, I he, I think I think Dan Slott can flex some different writing we'll muscles. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, the, uh, I didn't read it yet, mm-hmm. but I was uh, interested enough because I know you talked about it before. The uh, the Lone Ranger mm-hmm. for from Dynamite, yep. Lone Ranger number zero, mm-hmm. came out uh, with a great John Cassidy cover. And uh, and I'm looking forward to reading that. But, yeah, it's uh, just good. It's just a good western story. Good if you're a long western. Lone Ranger fan, it's it's nothing uh, groundbreaking. There were some great kids comics that came out. Bongo, uh, Bongo always has a great one. Disney, some mm-hmm. Mickey Mouse. Um, our uh, our buddies Archie. over at uh, Devil's Do had the Family, family Guy of mm-hmm. uh, Hack Slash mm-hmm. book. Boom had uh, Hunter Moon, which is a, a book by a novel writer, novelist. Um, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Yeah, the uh, the JLA Zero issue came out as a free comic book day. Yeah, yeah, Avengers. Uh, There's lots of good stuff. There was, it was it was another fine fine class of free comics. The on folks comic over day. at uh, Wiz Kids uh, did us good by uh, putting out a Batman Hero Clicks figure, which I'm going to uh, to play very soon. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> Nerd. Mm-hmm. Mark Proudly. had some Fantastic Four 2 posters mm-hmm. that somebody sent him to put out. So, so. Yeah, all in all, I thought it was a, a good collection of Apes book. Uh, they're sort of anthology piece. And I'm sure, um, I'm sure we are, are missing several, but uh, I was really impressed by the free comic book day offerings this absolutely. year. Absolutely. Yeah, good. Good, I, and I, I thought last year was really good, too. I thought mm-hmm. there was a nice collection of different kinds and different genres and all sorts. Of, everybody could find something that they would like, and, yep. and from kids to adults, girls, boys, everybody. Gotta love So, yeah. Free comic book day, once again, fantastic. Next year, the free comic book day pub, pub crawl. crawl. Yeah, baby. Get ready I'm, for I'm, it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick Start you to that. That Prep, sounds fun. Prepping your liver now. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll... Uh, now that's an event I can get behind. Maybe we'll make an event out of it. I have, think we have should. We'll start, at Dark Tower. we'll start at Dark Tower at mm-hmm. like, uh, I don't know, four and... Uh, 
or three, maybe. Yeah, we'll start at like noon, and uh, because right. I don't know how late these places are going to be open on on Saturdays, and we'll we'll, we'll go to this and and uh, brain, variety and brainstorm, brainstorm, and graham cracker. Yeah, we'll hit them all. Mark's crunching his name we'll, and we'll all of stop at uh, we'll stop at bars on and and we'll talk to when them, and maybe they yeah. want to get involved with it too. I mean, there you, you know, we'll, we'll bring we'll, a truckload we'll, of people. We'll end up uh, we'll end up in uh, the suburbs somewhere, lost in oh, Villa Park. God. <laughs> I'm not gonna get lost. There's no good comic shops out that way anyway. Uh, that could be yeah, we'll do like well, we'll do like six or eight uh, six or eight shops. I think we'll yeah, be I don't know if you did that many. You do like four, and you do four bars in between. That'll yeah, there be you go. that'll be an f- easy four hour tour. You got it. And you end at end at a bar. We get you know food and sit down and read comics and. I think we just found our our new uh, yeah. our new uh, our new event for next day, year. Pub crawl 2008. Plan on it. All right. Details to come. There you go. All right, folks. Well, there are lots of ways that you can interact with the show. Uh, You can visit us at aroundcomics.com. You can uh, become a member of our forum there. It's always very, uh, very active. Good folks hanging out there. You can send us an email at uh, info at aroundcomics.com, or you can email any of the hosts uh, directly at either Tom at aroundcomics.com, Sal at aroundcomics.com, or me at Chris at me at Chris at aroundcomics.com. You can uh, help us out by spreading the Around Comics love. You can uh, do that by downloading our Listener LCS Challenge Flyer, having that put up at your local comic shop. Uh, you can become our virtual friend at comicspace.com slash aroundcomics or myspace.com slash aroundcomics. And make sure to check out all the great things that aroundcomics.com has to offer. It's your source for the very best in comic book news, reviews, and opinions. Oh, I forgot to mention the iTunes Music Store review. Uh, always like those. Thank you, folks. Uh, we are proud members of the Comics Podcast Network. You can find more great podcasts at comicspodcast.com. Just so everyone is aware, we post the next week's topic on Tuesdays at our forum at aroundcomics.com. Look forward uh, this Thursday for our discussion about Spider-Man 3, and we talk about other comic book movies and TV shows, and we have uh, special guest Gabe Hardman on to talk about his involvement as a mm-hmm. storyboard artist and working on the production team and uh, getting stuck. Your wife? Yeah, oh, yeah, Marta sits in with us. It <laughs> <laughs> hits on me like she always does. I, yeah, you she's two drunk. are... Oh, it's scary. I can't help it. It's, what are you going to do? We'd like to thank uh, Borders once again for sponsoring this episode. When art attacks strike a small town, only four high school girls could be responsible. Get your copy of The Plain Janes by Cecil Castellucci and Jim Rugg at your local Borders. Borders is your home for the newest graphic novels. Trade, paperbacks, and more. Find a store near you at borderstore.com or use the store locator at aroundcomics.com. We are proud to help support the Hero Initiative. Hero creates a financial safety net for yesterday's creators who need emergency medical aid, financial support for essentials of life, and an avenue back into paying work. It's our chance to give back something to the people who have given us so much enjoyment. For more information, visit heroinitiative.org or call 310-909-7809. Well, let's thank tell everyone. Tell Tom sent you. Yes. Tell him Tom. Um, and Tom will be back on, uh, on I hope. next Monday. So, and so we missed And I today. won't be here. Oh, my gosh. Mm, interesting. It's, it is a conspiracy. Maybe. 
We're, we're applying another podcast. I was going to say. What we're, doing. we're out applying for Tom, new Tom, podcasts. Tom, Tom got up in, and left here. He was dressed in a suit. We don't know why. <laughs> uh, oh, I'd like everyone. Gosh, who joined us today? Uh, Steve Rude, Brent Schoonover, uh, Andrew Kadelka, Jeffrey. Jeffrey uh, it's, uh, it was great. Yeah, it was fun. A lot of fun. Fun day. We'll be back uh, again on Thursday with our, our Spider-Man 3 discussion and, and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week uh, is our 100th episode. Uh, yeah. Uh, we're going to have uh, Scotty, <laughs> Scotty Young is going to be joining us. And, Scotty. Uh, may have a couple he other He emailed guests. me. He said he, uh, he finally finished. Uh, he's caught up, and now he's got a, uh empty he's hole gonna in his heart. He's, he's going to find he's another. empty he's hole in his heart. Us. No, he's, you know what he said was uh, he was just going to make us call him on speakerphone <laughs> and talk <laughs> to him while him. he's drawing. Yeah. Call me. Entertain me. <laughs> oh, All right, folks. We'll be back again on uh, Thursday. In the meantime. In between time. Uh, we'll be everywhere in and around comics. If you would like to suggest a topic, send us your comments, or are interested in becoming a panel member, email us at info at aroundcomics.com or visit the Contact Us section of our website. Music for the show provided by the Podshow Podsafe Music Network, music.podshow.com. Views expressed in the interviews or by guests of the show are solely those of the individuals expressing them and do not reflect the opinions of Around Comics. Thank you for listening today, and remember to join us next time, and the panel will change, but our mission will stay the same, bringing you the very best news, reviews, and opinions in and around comics. Around Comics is a Pipe Dream production. Copyright 2007. All rights reserved. Love your yeah.